Hey fam, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like this podcast if you like it, share it with someone close to you. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, what that does is it helps other people who may also like this content, see this content. And when you subscribe, this podcast will show in your feed so you can listen whenever and wherever I fit in your rotation. We are in week six of our series, 100 Days In, where we are exploring topics on faith, ourselves, and our relationships. This is the Labor Day episode, something I honestly couldn't wait to do. Not only because it's a holiday, but because this coincides with something I really want to talk about as a part of our series. Labor Day is an annual celebration here in the state that observes the economic and social achievements of workers. So if you have today off, it's because workers went on strike or picketed or voted or donated to causes and movements for better treatment of American workers. No more mandatory 16 hour days. Instead, you work eight hours, sleep eight hours, hopefully, and then play for eight hours. But what do we do with the time we have when we're not at work? Let's get into it. So when it comes to work, our modern society is built on a core principle. If you don't work, you don't eat. Industry and the people who lead and run them have forever needed one thing that is the hardest to get, maintain and alter, human capital. When we examine the text of history, we see that access to human labor and intelligence has been the catalyst of change in business since the beginning of time. Essentially, People with the greatest and best of ideas and resources eventually needed people to help bear the weight of the mission or the business. We often term the president of the United States or POTUS with being the most powerful person in the world. Well, if that be true, who was the second most powerful person in the world? No, not even the vice president. More like the president's chief of staff or the gatekeeper. Everyone knows who the president and VP is, right? But no one usually knows who the gatekeeper is. And I'm using this as an example, and you'll get where I'm going in just a minute. So just follow me. <laughs> this role is so important as it traditionally is the single most powerful role besides the presidency in the administration. The chief of staff or COS controls who sees the president and who doesn't. They determine who works in the White House and who doesn't. They decide what's on the president's schedule, the city and the town the president is in, and when the president would be kept from public view. They are instrumental during legislative negotiations, for instance, between the administration and Congress. They decide, after all, who gets to step foot in the White House. In some administrations, it is even the COS who decides if the family members of the president enters the Oval Office or stays in the residency. With this great responsibility, picking a COS can sometimes be more important than choosing who you want to serve as number two. Speaking of which, congressional negotiations can be intense. And as president, it's impossible to keep up with every single detail and bookmark in the executive branch. You have to focus on everything and cannot be bogged down with just one thing. Yet reporters and the general public all expect you to know and keep up with everything and just one thing all at the same time. Even then, that's where a good COS comes in. They are aware of what the public wants to know and they make sure you have an answer. Knowing the people who work around you is extremely important. Trusting them, 
to give you honest feedback and direction is what is needed if you want to be successful. And not just that, taking your time and really considering who you want to be COS or the people in your circle and on your team is important. They, after all, will be the ones who will carry the load for you. I told you before that we are not meant to live life all by ourselves, but as a member of the community. This means that there are things that you can't do by yourself, no matter how smart you are or how wealthy you are. Eventually, you will reach the end of yourself and you will need someone else or maybe even a lot of people to carry some weight. That's why we have Labor Day. At the end of the day, the richest and most powerful man couldn't be CEO, CFO, CTO and machine operators all at the same time. Somebody else had to collect trash. Somebody else had to process financial transactions and paperwork. Somebody else had to pull the levers and empty the containers. We credit the big boss, and that's great. I think we should. I am not taking any credit away. But all of us who've ever worked a job, we know that we did what our bosses didn't do. I've been to Papa John's before. I've never been served by a Papa or John. (laughs) Bezos has never delivered a package to my door. Judges don't serve warrants. Wardens don't arrest prisoners. And even Beyonce has backup dancers and singers on stage. We're getting ready to go into the part of our series on relationships. And so I think this is a good time to remind you that the people who work around you and the work that they do is important, sometimes even to your own future. What will be a concert with just one dancer who is also the singer? What will be a functioning presidency without a competent chief of staff? What is a CEO without an employee or contractor? Know those who labor among you. And while I dare not add to the Bible, I want to add to your thinking by saying that you should acknowledge and appreciate those around you who do things that are in your best interest, even when you don't realize or thank them for it. The people who pick up your trash lest it pile up in the kitchen. The people who spend holidays and birthdays working in a hospital or nursing home, taking care of your loved ones so you can get up and go to work in the morning. Appreciate the teachers who get up early, stay late, and still are underpaid, who make sure your kids get an education. Let's appreciate the unnamed people, the people who clean the floors and empty the trash bin while we sleep. So when we get back to the office in the morning, we ain't got to worry about it. The people who stock the toilet paper in the restroom so you ain't never got to worry about it when you got to go. Or the fast food workers who actually put a bunch of napkins, thanks the Lord, and a straw, won't God do it, in the bag. Appreciate them. Today is their day. Lastly, appreciate yourself. Listen, don't leave yourself out of this. You've been through a lot. You had to make decisions when there was no clear answer. Like TDJ said, you had to build without a blueprint. Maybe you're like me and you had to go through college having no example of how to do so. So you did the best you could and figured it out along the way. Maybe you grew up without a father or mother and you had to learn how to process your trauma and raise your kids with no idea about how to be a parent. Appreciate yourself for working like you work and just barely making it, but not complaining or feeling sorry for yourself. Clap for yourself for going to work on your period, ladies, and with the cold, just to come back home and raise your children. I tell you, women are the most strongest species. (laughs) 
they, women are the most strongest species. Appreciate yourself for working like you do. Pat yourself on the back for loving your family like you do while feeling rejected from your father. Oh, it's Labor Day. And all those who have labored today, it's your day. No, we're not going back. But we can look back and see how far we've come. How many hills we had to climb. How many times we stayed when all we wanted to do was walk away. How many times we had to make a dollar out of 15 cents only to get up and do it again tomorrow. How many times we tutored and showed up to teach school. And they want to all they want to do is just erase us from the history books not just my black and brown brothers and sisters but everybody else around the world today if nobody told you i am proud of you i am proud that you recognize your trauma and you've been fighting to overcome it i'm proud of you i'm proud that you stuck with it even though it's been hard i'm proud of you i'm proud that you didn't give up even when loved ones didn't have faith that it was going to work out you had faith, you had peace, and you found joy. You fought the lion, the tiger, and the bear. And you know what? You're still here. I'm proud of you. Happy Labor Day. I know this is supposed to celebrate workers and workers' rights, and we will. I know I told you, watch out for those who labor among you, and I hope you do. But take some time today, look yourself in the mirror, remember all that you've been through, and realize that you made it. Then maybe say something Jay-Z taught me to say to myself, I will not lose. You will not lose. I'll talk to you next week. When our spirit is right, and before we work on relationships with other people, we must work on ourselves. This part of our series, 100 Days In, will explore topics related to us. What is it that we gravitate to in order to cope? What does restraint look like in our daily life? How does discipline factor into our finances or our weight? We're talking about it all on It's Finally Me.